Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Mark chapter 7, verses 14 through 23. This is a very close follow-up to what we talked about yesterday. Jesus was talking to the Pharisees about traditions and commandments, how they follow the commandments of men and neglect the commandments of God. They're into these man-made traditions. If you didn't hear that devotion, you should go back and listen to it. But you remember the issue at hand, pardon the pun, was that Jesus' disciples were being accused by the Pharisees of not washing their hands before they ate, like we said this was a ceremonial hand washing, not necessarily because their hands were dirty, the way that we tell our kids to wash their hands because they're dirty before they eat. And so Jesus follows up yesterday's conversation with this. Chapter 7, verse 14. And he called the people to him again and said to them, Hear me, all of you, and understand. There's nothing outside a person that by going into him can defile him, but the things that come out of a person are what defile him. And when he had entered the house and left the people, his disciples asked him about the parable. And he said to them, Then are you also without understanding? Do you not see that whatever goes into a person from the outside cannot defile him, since it enters not his heart, but his stomach, and is expelled. Mark writes parenthetically, thus he declared all foods clean. I'm going to come back to that in a second. And he said, what comes out of a person is what defiles him. For from within, out of the heart of man, come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, foolishness. That's quite a list. All of these evil things come from within, and they defile a person. Now, I did a devotion on the parallel text from Matthew back in episode 522. That's Matthew chapter 15, verses 10 through 20. Some of this will be repetitive. Some of it won't. You can go back and listen to that if you want more insight into this concept that Jesus is talking about. But he's saying something very important here. And you remember, it's on the heels of the Pharisees accusing Jesus' disciples of eating with unwashed hands, i.e. suggesting that what comes into a person from the outside is what makes them unclean. Jesus says, no, no, no. The unclean in a person is already inside them. In my devotion in Matthew, I talked about original sin, the idea that we are born opposed to God, rebellious toward his design for our lives, his enemies under his wrath. That's just in us. And if you don't believe that, to steal a line from Christmas vacation, look around you, Ellen. We're on the threshold of hell. I mean, just look around the world. Of course, people are sinful in their original condition. The Bible says no one is good, not even one. And our experience in the world and in our own lives should verify that without us even having to think about it or question it. But these Pharisees are all hung up on these ceremonial laws and these man-made traditions that Jesus is telling them, don't prioritize that stuff over the commandments of God, over God's design for your life. Now that raises at least one important question. If you go back to Leviticus chapter 11, way back in the Old Testament, there's an entire chapter where Moses lays out the difference between clean and unclean animals. The animals that the Jewish people could eat, the animals that they couldn't. For example, they couldn't eat pork and a bunch of other stuff. And you go, well, wait a minute, that sounds to me like that was a commandment of God, and it was, but it was a ceremonial commandment that was applicable to the people of Israel at that time. I'm going to read the note from my ESV study Bible that says this more concisely and clearly than I can, so check this out. The Mosaic ceremonial laws distinguish between clean and unclean foods. Their purpose was to instill an awareness of God's holiness and the reality of sin as a barrier to fellowship with God. But once the defilement of the heart is thoroughly removed and full fellowship with God becomes reality, the ceremonial 
ceremonial laws have fulfilled their purpose and are no longer required. So these ceremonial laws were meant to expose people's sin juxtaposed against the holiness of God. But once that has been totally exposed and once the solution for sin has come, i.e. the perfect life of Jesus Christ, the sinless sacrifice on the cross, the resurrection that defeats sin, death, and the power of the devil, then those ceremonial laws are no longer needed. Because once Christ rose, people who put their faith and trust in him have full access to God. Jesus said he didn't come to abolish the law, but to fulfill the law. And in his coming in life and death and resurrection, he fulfilled the law. So through faith in Christ, we are made righteous. We are not made righteous by following ceremonial laws that were given to the people of Israel in the Old Testament. And that goes in line with what we said yesterday, which is you are not going to be saved and I am not going to be saved. We're not going to be granted salvation. We're not going to spend eternity in heaven because we have followed religious traditions designed by men. The only way we're going to be saved and spend eternity in heaven is if we put our faith and trust in Christ because that's the only way we can access the perfection that is required for us to get to heaven. Now, what about that parenthetical statement in verse 19? This is a much debated issue among theologians and scholars. As Mark is writing this, when he points out that Jesus said you can't be made unclean from what is put in you from the outside, he says parenthetically, thus he declared all foods clean. Did he really declare all foods clean? Some Jewish Christian scholars that I've read have said no, there are still some foods that are unclean. Other Christian scholars say that the food that he declared clean was in reference to the food that the Pharisees were questioning the disciples eating with unclean hands in the previous text. And still other scholars suggest that he did indeed declare all foods clean. Even though he didn't explicitly do it, he implicitly did it. Now remember, this is interesting. Mark's gospel is very likely a collection of Peter's eyewitness accounts. And if you fast forward to the book of Acts chapter 10, Peter has a very seminal aha moment in his faith development after Christ dies, rises, and ascends to heaven when the church is just getting started. Peter is still hanging on to some of these old ceremonial traditions, and he thinks that he shouldn't be eating unclean animals with Cornelius, a Gentile guy who gets converted to Christ. But he has this vision from God that basically shows him that he can eat anything. There are no longer unclean animals because of what I talked about a couple minutes ago about the fulfillment of these ceremonial laws by the work of Jesus Christ. So this is just my take on it. You need to read more of this yourself. But I think that Mark puts that parentheses in there, not because Jesus explicitly declared all foods clean in that moment, but after the experience that Peter had after Christ went back to heaven, Peter realized that there were no longer unclean foods. And and recalling this instance where Jesus talks about what defiles a person in Mark 7 that we're looking at today, he connects the dots saying, oh, if there are no longer unclean animals, that's kind of what he was talking about back here. Thus, the parenthetical statement by Mark from Peter's eyewitness account. Go check that out for yourself. Very interesting to think about. But at the end of the day, what this is about is a clear statement of the sin that lives in us by our very nature being the source of our uncleanness. And if what goes into the body can't make us unclean, then external factors certainly can't make us clean either, i.e. having water sprinkled on us, i.e. drinking wine or eating bread. The only way we can be made clean is by grace alone, through faith alone, in Jesus Christ alone. Take it to the bank. Have a great day. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, share with a friend, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which is aired on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring in 
inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions to shape our lives the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they're bringing all three together to honor God and bless our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. That's thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight two ministry partners. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule events are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference from Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.